Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Therese Cerise, and y'all know how we do it. I am going to read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. The name of this poem is entitled Healing While Hurting. Here we go. Just the other day, I was hurting. Hurting from my past because there were things that I lacked and it left me feeling deserted. No one bothered to console me as the burdens overloaded within me and my heart broke into pieces, but I had no clues on how to mend it. Those who I called family, I couldn't even depend on them. So the pain began to slowly grow. This reflection, I didn't know. When I looked into the mirror, all I saw was fear. I became a stranger to myself and tried many times to ask for help. But my cries for help went ignored. No understanding of what was I crying for. To many, I always appeared to be strong, but the pain still lingered on. They thought that I was hiding the truth when I confessed that I was hurting because of you. You wouldn't listen when I spoke. My hopes and dreams, you often choked. The voice I found, you silenced it, causing me to doubt myself often. I began to lack self-confidence and insecurity slowly crept in, excuse me, getting negative attention from men when what I needed was reassurance from you. I had no way of knowing at the time, maybe this is how I got blindsided, but you were also hurting if you would just confess. You saw my joy and you envied my happiness. This is what I saw over time, but your abuse almost cost me my life. Now I understand that you couldn't give me what you refused to possess, which was the ultimate forgiveness. It's hard to believe that you almost robbed me of my true happiness. Yes, the memories are still very painful, but you didn't get the last word. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Those thoughts at times bring back a bitter sting, but I'm so glad that I'm finally healing. So I hope that you all have had the most amazing evening, morning, afternoon, whenever it is that you hear this episode. You may hear a little clearing of my throat. You may even hear me coughing a little bit. No, it is not COVID. However, I am fighting allergies to the third and fourth and fifth degree. So please forgive me in advance. However, I wanted to talk about healing while hurting. 
And this is something that I have come into a very, very close space with because I've had to go through it in my own journey. It's amazing how a lot of times, if we are honest with ourselves, we don't even realize that we are bleeding from experiences that took place that we convinced ourselves that we were over or that we were on the opposite end of the pain. Not understanding that because we didn't deal with it, because we didn't sit with it, because we didn't acknowledge the depths of the pain that it caused a wound, a soul wound that continued to bleed even though we were under the impression that we were healed. And I think about how a lot of the trauma that I experienced in my childhood and in my young adult life and even into my elder years that I had learned how to mask the pain. I had trained on how to cover up the injuries internally with an external smile. And so a lot of people that came across my path were under the impression that I was healed because in a lot of those moments, my representative showed up. The broken child within was still bleeding, but the representative, the adult showed up. And so the adult had this appearance of being complete while I was completely broken. And it wasn't until I took time to look within to find out why is it that I had mastered that. And part of it was, is because, you know, you hear that saying, fake it until you make it. I believe I adopted that, excuse me, in a lot of ways. And so by my adopting that, I started doing just that, faking it until I made it. And I'm not saying that I've made it. I'm not even saying that I'm there because a lot of times when I'm on this platform, And I do read over some of the memories in regards to my poetry, some of the experiences that I've actually gone through. It's like reliving it over again. And there will be there will be moments where while I'm reliving it again, I'll have a hint of hurt within. And maybe you can't hear it in my tone, but it's almost as if there's that wound opens up just a little bit. And yes, it gives me a chance to reflect, to see just how much I've grown. But in the same regard, it lets me know you still haven't fully healed. And there may be just a little bit of bleeding still in that area. And so after I'm done speaking on this platform, I may find myself shedding more tears. I may find myself praying all over again. 
I may find myself having to re-forgive. And I know that sounds weird because a lot of times what we have been taught is that forgiveness means forgetting. But if we're truly, truly transparent, you can forgive, but it doesn't mean that the residue of the pain ever truly subsides. And so that's something that I have had to deal with. That is something that I've had to own. That is something that I've had to acknowledge. And no, it is not always easy. So I know that if I personally have had those battles where I look like I'm completely healed, I even sound like I'm completely healed, but within I'm still bleeding. And one of the things that I can honestly say that has helped me along this journey is the ability to be transparent. It's the ability to be transparent with the people that maybe they pour salt on the wound unaware, or maybe they reopen the wound unaware, or maybe they just plain don't care about whether or not I'm wounded. Maybe their intent is to inflict the wound or more wounds. Whatever the reasoning is behind why people do what they do, I'm learning that that's really truly none of my business. What is my business, though, is guarding my gates, my ear gates, my eye gates. Everything that I need is within. Everything that you need is within when it comes to your healing, when it comes to recognizing the pain. When it comes to doing the work because of the residue that the pain has left. All of that is something that is found within. Now, I know a lot of times we go outside um, and try to find different ways to ease the pain. And that's temporary. In my opinion, that's a temporary fix. And so if you're wanting to have an everlasting fix an everlasting solution. My understanding is that it means that you do have to be willing to do the work. Yes, you may shed a lot of tears. You may even scream. You may even want to punch a punching bag when you sit with your truth. There's so much that I have encountered and the 47 years of my living that I do totally understand that had anybody else been in my shoes, they may not have seen age 47. I also understand that there is someone, if not many people out there that has not only experienced far worse than I have, and lived to talk about it, but there are those that have experienced far worse than I have. And even though I've allowed you into my space and I've allowed you to hear some of the things that I've encountered, what I also recognize is that everybody cannot handle my truth. Now, that used to bother me. It used to bother me when I could not find someone who could relate to the pain. 
to the suffering, to the trauma, and then the process of trying to heal. It used to bother me. But something changed. And now, I'm not going to say that I don't care. But what I am going to say is that I'm more concerned about becoming whole. And so I believe that whenever you get into that stance, there will be a level of selfishness. And I believe that that's an intentional level of selfishness. So when you get into the mindset of, oh, yeah, it's, it's time for me to guard my heart. It's time for me to heal, although I'm still hurting. It's time for me to put an end to this feeling of misery or to this feeling of indifference or to this feeling of entitlement. Because sometimes, if we're honest, we do have a sense of entitlement, even when it comes to our healing process. And so what I'm having to do is own my truth in every facet of the word. Now, is it easy? Absolutely not. It's just not. It's not easy to talk about some of the things that you've gone through. It's not easy to look at the offenders and to be in in the presence of the offenders and not go back to the archive of the memories when it comes to the damage that you know that they've caused and in some cases continue to cause. And I've had to sit with myself a lot and ask, what type of outcome are you pining for? And my conclusion is, I just want to be made whole. I just want to be in an atmosphere where I am loved, where I am appreciated, where I am seen, where I am acknowledged, where my presence truly does matter, where I can contribute, where I can pour into, where I can be my authentic self truly and unapologetically, where I can be silly, where I can be serious, where I can communicate openly, have an open dialogue. But what I've also recognized, given certain situations, I am more fragile than I ever truly recognized. And one of the things that has allowed me to come into this truth is because when you start to date again, you start to realize that if you're paying attention and if you're really truly getting to know people for who they are and not who you expect them to be, but who they truly are, when you delve into that arena of learning people on a whole nother level, then you start to recognize if you are paying attention, if you are taking notes and if you really truly want to learn from these experiences and you're not just doing it just to be doing it, if you're taking notes on purpose for a purpose, if you're learning about yourself on purpose for a purpose, then it hits a little different. 
And so as I'm going through this journey, this new chapter of my life, I am now in a position to where I can acknowledge and articulate and convey this touched a wound. This created a new wound. This is what I don't want to experience. And this is why. When we get into a point where, or get to a point where we are able to recognize where we're broken, to recognize where we're bleeding, to recognize where we need to be healed, and to recognize where we've become whole. Life has a totally different presentation for us. And I celebrate each and every person who is listening to this episode, who can honestly have a reflection over their life and be like, Lord, or if you don't believe in God, self, I did the work. And because I did the work, I see you from a whole new lens. And because I see you from a whole new lens, not only do I love what I see, but I love how you show up for yourself. I love how you show up in each and every situation authentically, unapologetically. I love how you are able to articulate this right here. This scenario, this conversation, this dialogue is not conducive to my healing process. It's not conducive to my growing process. It's not conducive to who it is that I am striving to become and who it is that I want to truly know. This is not a reflection of me. This is not a reflection of what I want my relationships to look like. This is not a reflection of what I want my conversations to sound like. This is not a reflection of a higher calling for for self. It takes courage to have those conversations because one of the things that I'm also learning in this process is that Sometimes people get so caught up in their perception of who they believe that you are, that when you do show up as your authentic self, they may have this, (laughs) the nerve, really? Oh, this is what we're doing now. (laughs) Really? Okay. So that's how you tell me how you truly feel. There might be a little bit of pushback because Maybe that person is used to taking you for granted. Maybe that person has never ran across an individual like you. Maybe that person has been so accustomed to being used and abused to where when you show up as your authentic self and you're able to convey to them I see you when they don't even see themselves. It may be. It may be something that you have to not only understand, but 
that you also have to be willing to allow someone not to be on the same page with you at the exact same time. That also takes patience. It takes awareness. You've got to be you've got to be in it to win it. You've got to be in it to win it. When you recognize certain qualities about people, when you recognize certain qualities about yourself, Maybe you don't like everything about you. Maybe you don't like how you respond to certain situations. I call those those times homework. That's when I have to dig a little deeper. Okay, so Teresa, why did you respond to this that way? Why is it that it did bother you? What residue? Where are you bleeding? Girl, where are you bleeding? Because if you're looking at it from a bigger picture, you really shouldn't have even had a response. So where are you bleeding? And then it allows me to take a look within to be like, oh, so you remember that time when, oh boy, did X, Y, and Z? Well, what happened was I never dealt with that. And because I never dealt with that, now this dude that did the same thing and I reacted to what old boy did while talking to this dude. Or, ooh, that girl did the same thing. It was not even how she did it. It was why she did it. And I know I said I was good. I know I said I was okay. But when it happened again, something just triggered within me and I couldn't hold my tongue. Next thing you know, I'm calling a spade a spade. But I didn't count up the cost first. I just it out because I still had that residue from what old girl did way back when and I never dealt with it. We take in so much in a day on a day-to-day basis. Offenses will come. People will disappoint us. People will let us down. We will have our own expectations of what relationships should look like. We will have our own expectations of how people should treat us. We will have our own expectations of what success looks like. The list goes on. What family looks like. What friendship looks like. But. One of the healthiest things that I believe that we can all do to just make the world a better place is to be able to speak our truths in love. But what I'm starting to realize is that in order for you to be able to speak your truth in love, love has got to be present. Love has got to be a part of that truth. If you speak your truth in disgust, if you speak your truth in hatred, if you speak your truth in indifference, if you speak your truth in strife, if you speak your truth in discord, if you speak your truth in division, if you speak your truth in any other way other than love, someone may bleed. So this is going to conclude my episode on this day. However, as promised, I am going to read a letter to my future hubby. 
It is dated September the 4th of 2021. But before I do that, I wanted to really truly speak to my audience and I wanted to speak from my heart. When I first started this podcast, I did it because I was encouraged to jump. I did that. I jumped. As a brand new podcaster, I have learned so much in the course of these months. First and foremost, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you who has taken the time out to listen to, even if it's just one episode of my podcast. I want to thank you for taking the time out to listen to my podcast. There's so many of you that have never laid eyes on me, that don't know who Teresa Reese is, have not a clue. Only through these airways do you have the slightest idea of who it is that Teresa Reese is. But you still took a moment to listen to me. And I am forever grateful for that. However, the more that I become very, very honest with myself, I'm starting to recognize that all that I've gone through, all that I've experienced in my life, none of it had to do with me. I have been a mere vessel. So as a vessel, I am not going to always get it 100%. I may cause offenses by my boldness to speak up. I may be offended by my boldness to speak up. But what I'm starting to truly recognize is that this type of race, this type of platform requires an extensive amount of work. Yes, there are 24 hours in a day and we all have 24 hours in a day. I get that. What I also get is that there is a frequency in the universe that no matter how badly I desire to be a successful podcaster, there will always be a different frequency that is not going to wield the same thing for me. I get that too. But I'm on the frequency that desires for this to be a successful podcast. I'm on the frequency that desires for my voice to be heard. I am on the frequency that prays that this is not the only platform that God will ever bless me with. But just as with anything, it can only be successful when I get supporters behind me. And so I am asking for you to spread the word about the podcast. If you have heard any one of my episodes and you have enjoyed, even if it's just one, just share the one. But what I'm asking is that you not quiet my voice. I'm asking because I am independent and I am by myself. I Yes, I have the, the help of God behind me, 
but I am truly by myself. This is something that I don't have an assistant. I don't have anyone. I have just me. It's me and God. This is our thing. And I know everything that he does, he does with a purpose. And I know everything that he does, he does it on purpose. And I know that this is not by accident. But the prideful side of myself, I'm confessing right now. I never ask for help. I just don't. And I believe that the Bible says pride comes before a fall. But I don't want this to fall. And so I know that you who do listen on a regular basis, you look forward to whatever content it is that I'm creating. A lot of what I talk about, actually 99.99% of what I discuss is what is laid on my heart. That is the reason why it is more of an impromptu podcast. I just speak from my heart. I don't prep. I don't do any of that. I literally speak from my heart. Um, I don't have an assistant. I don't have a content creator where I'm reciting what is being said and you read this verbatim. None of that has taken place. I am truly showing up as my authentic self. I am truly the only thing that is ever done prematurely is my writing my letter to my future hubby. Other than that, everything that you hear nine times out of 10 I just hit record and I begin to speak. Some people may call it a talent. Some people may call it carelessness. Whatever spectrum you fall on is really okay. But I do care. I care about this episode. I care about this podcast. I care about the people that listen. Um, I appreciate the voicemails. I appreciate the support. I truly do. However... I cannot make this podcast a success without your help. So what I'm asking is that if you have listened to any of these episodes and if any of them have made you laugh, have made you cry, have encouraged you, have lifted you up, that you don't get so caught up in the color of my skin That you don't get so caught up that I don't articulate so eloquently. That you don't get so caught up in the petty. That you don't allow me the opportunity to do exactly what I believe God has called me to do. And that is to be completely transparent and raw, which is real and wise. Now, I do understand that there are a lot of people that do not see things from my perspective. I also understand that my perspective is subject to change based upon my life experiences. And I'm asking you to go on the journey with me, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent. Because I love to speak to the people. I love it. It's a passion for me. I'm so passionate about helping others, lifting others up, encouraging others, letting them see their value when others have devalued them for so long. That is what I do. And I love to do it. And so I don't have sponsors other than Anchor. That's my only sponsor. 
But if there are sponsors out there that are willing to help propel this to a whole new level that are not out for the wrong thing. I need righteous people behind me. I need real, genuine hearted people standing behind me. I need an army standing behind me because I can't do this by myself. And so if you would like to be a visitor on my podcast, it is strictly volunteer basis only. I'm I'm not there yet, okay? <laughs> so it is volunteer basis only. But if you are someone who is interested and being a visitor on my podcast, I am now opening it up to the world. Um, on here, we are raw, real and wise, but we also take into consideration that there are people that come from diverse backgrounds. And I try so hard not to be offensive to people that think differently than I do. Not saying that I get 100, but that's what my main focal point is. Is not to offend whoever, because it may be a child listening, I don't know. So I try my best to stay within those parameters and I try to speak in terms where even a child can understand, but not be offensive while doing it. And so if I have on any of my episodes offended anyone, my sincerest apologies, that truly is not my intention. I just really wanted a platform where I would be able to be who I am. And not have to apologize for it later. So if you're someone who would love to sponsor the Dear Future Hubby podcast, um, we can have a conversation about that. You are more than welcome to reach out to me at the Dear, well, it's called Dear Future Hubby podcast at gmail.com. So if you're serious, of course, there'll be some little research that's involved. Um, but if you're serious, please reach out to me. I am on all, just about all, social media sites. I am Teresa Reese. That's one of them. My website is IamTeresaReese.com. So if you don't know how to spell it, it's I-A-M-T-E-R-E-S-A-R-E-E-S-E.com. That's my website. I believe you're able to leave a message on that as well. Um, but yes, if you would allow me the opportunity to grow with you, I would be greatly, I would greatly appreciate it. However, and I would be grateful for it. However, I have come to the realization that although God has given me the vision, it was never his intention for me to carry it by myself. And so just like it takes a village to raise a child, it will take a village to allow this to go where it needs to go throughout the world. Now, what I will say is thank you again, because now the Dear Future Hubby podcast is heard in 27 different countries. That means that there are people that are listening to this podcast. And I thank you for that. For those of you that are like, you used to come on every single day, what happened? Let me speak to that for a moment. Life happened. Life happened. So it is my goal to go back to every single day. However, I have to go with the waves. I have to go with the frequency of what is happening in my life. And I have to just try to get in where I fit in. 
Again, I'm doing this alone. I run other businesses and I work full time for another company. And so with all of that being done and said, I truly am doing the best that I can solo dolo. So I hope that you will just give me the grace that is required for me to run this race solo dolo until God positions the right people with the right intentions and the right heart towards me to hold up my arms and to hold me up on my ladder. But until that day arrives, I will do my best to at least record once a week. When the tide changes, then hopefully that will change as well. So I just wanted to make that declaration to you all, put out the invitation to you all. Um, For those of you that really, truly don't have any intention of seeing me win, God bless you. God bless you. I pray that whatever it is that's within you that has an alt against me, for whatever reason, that God begin to deal with your heart. Because I'm sure that you have dreams and I'm sure that you have goals and I'm sure that you have aspirations and the energy that you're giving me, even if I don't know you, even if you're wishing this not to succeed, which it's going to succeed because, you know, I serve a mighty God. But if you are that person, think about when you yourself have tried to accomplish something. And how you were hoping that there would be someone in your corner to wish you well. If not, not just to celebrate you, but to help propel you to where that vision would come to pass. And think about the people that were against you having that vision. Well, that may be the same energy that you're giving me. And it's okay. To each his own. But my prayer for you is that God bless you still. Because my thing is, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do or who they speak against or who they think against. I know the call on my life is great. I don't take that for granted. Um, I know that the things that I talk about, that I speak about, everybody cannot handle that. Maybe because they have the same traumas in their own personal life. Maybe because they've desired to speak up and for whatever reason, they didn't. Whatever the reason is, I'm not going to go into those details, but I do know that I am meant to do this. And so I'm going to do it with every fiber of my being because that's what I've been called to do. I'm operating in obedience and obedience is greater than sacrifice, although this is requiring a lot of sacrifice and it's okay. It's okay. You're worth it and I know I'm worth it. So I will now read my letter to my future hubby. Thank you for allowing me an opportunity to get that off my heart. And again, it is dated September the 4th of 2021. Here we go. Dear future hubby, why is it that some of us feel as if we are always fighting an uphill battle? Like everything we do includes some type of fight, battle, war even. Whether it is an internal war or an external war, it's a war nevertheless. Have you experienced moments like these where it seems like the odds are constantly being stacked up against you? You refuse to quit even when every fiber of your being is telling you to do just that. 
You refuse to throw in the towel when it seems like the towel is all you have left. You refuse to be defeated when you look around and see what looks like defeat on every hand. Trust me. I've been there. I've had to fight through the heartaches, the heartbreaks, the disappointments, the rejection. And would you like to know what I've learned along the way? I've learned that my God truly is concerned about the people and the things which concern me. I've learned that God will fight my battles. I've learned that I am worth fighting for. And God completely, wholeheartedly agrees. Be encouraged. Allow God to see you through each and every storm. I love you. Love, Teresa. So this is going to conclude my episode on today.